Welcome to the Spanish Arpada. I'm Sarah. And I am Peter. And we are ranking and reviewing all of the rulers of Spain from Leovigild to Felipe VI. And this time we are going to be reviewing the Count of Barcelona, who is <sighs> Bernard of Septimania. I uh, I got burned the last time I came in to the Count of Barcelona with enthusiasm. So I'm I'm leery. Okay, time. well, this will this um, is going to be a lot more interesting than our last one. Uh, well, well, pretty much have to be. At least it has to be longer. Uh, <laughs> so Bernard of Septimania, he yes. was appointed the Count of Barcelona in 826. Okay. This is up to a year after Rampo died in 825. Wow, that long to recover from embarrassment. So there was uh, a little bit of a... Um, interregnum as mm -hmm, it were mm -hmm. in the area but eventually bernard of septimania was appointed i still stand by my assertion that they were gathering up all the pieces for the funeral and they hadn't had a chance to find them all it took them that long that's fair <laughs> uh, uh, another reason though why yes. it may have taken a while to get everything together is that once rampol was out of the picture uh -huh. the old rivalry between Berra's family and William right. Gelon's fa family started ramping right. up. You, you had, he had sort of taken a little bit of power away from a lot of different people, and it's natural that they would all want to sort of step up. Uh, right. And, and yeah, mm -hmm, sure. So the players on the scene we have now are Berra's son, a guy named okay. Willamundus. Right. Great and name. then we have, yeah, great name. It's spelled like a million different ways in okay. all the different sources. I'm going to go with Willamundus. Okay. And then we have William of Gelon's family. We've mentioned mm -hmm. one of his sons, Gausel, yes. who's there in Empurias. Mm -hmm. He also has a younger brother named Bernard. And this is our Bernard right here. Bernard right. of Septimania. All right. So there was a lot of struggle between Bera's family and supporters of Bera's family yes. and the supporters of William of Gelon's family. And mm -hmm. as you can guess by the title of this podcast, William of Gelon's family won out and Bernard of Septimania was appointed uh, as the Count of Barcelona. Right. I mean, one, one imagines that, I, I mean, are we, are we, are we in, in, in Pepin as emperor or is uh, Louis the Pious? So Charlemagne died in 814. Yes. So Louis the Pious right. is emperor. However, Louis the uh -huh. Pious followed the same policy that Charlemagne had, where he would give areas of the Frankish lands okay. uh, to his sons for them to serve as sub-king. Ah, all right. right. Yeah, that, that, that those were his training wheels. His training um, wheels. Which was, so, which was smart. So the reason we've been talking about Louis the Pious so much is that he was king of Aquitaine. So he was the right. sub-king yes. in southern France, and that's mm -hmm. why the marches were his responsibility. Indeed. Now Louis the Pious is, well, emperor, actually, Holy yes. Roman Emperor. Right, exactly. And Pepin is mm -hmm. king of Aquitaine right now, mm -hmm. sub-king under his father. Okay. Yes. So we are going to be hearing a lot more about Pepin. You are right. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So Bernardo Septimania gets Barcelona, and he also gets mm -hmm. Girona and Besalú, which were also mm -hmm. um, Rampos. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. they all kind of went together. Gotcha, gotcha. And Bernard's brother, Galselm, is still in charge of Zimpurias, Rosellon, right? Mm -hmm. So they have the whole corner together, this family. Right. I was going to say, somebody's got the beachfront property. Uh, yes. and nice. But they're brothers, so it's yeah. kind of like they are, they are all, you know, it, it's all under one roof, yeah, power well, speaking. And Oasis was under one roof, too. But that didn't stop uh, the Gallaghers from, you know, 
<laughs> anyway. Well, uh, Galcel behaves himself. That's not okay. the problem. That's, the first, that's good. The first problem right away at 826 is that there is a revolt by none oh. other than Willamundus. Of course. Yes. However, Willamundus is actually not usually credited as being the leader of this revolt against oh, Bernard really? of Septimania. It's a guy named Aizo. A-I-Z-O. Scholars are very divided as to where this guy came from or who he was, but it seems most likely that he was Andalusian. He was from Al-Andalus. Okay. Possibly he was the descendant of the Wali of Barcelona, hmm. uh, okay. who was right. <laughs> who was kicked yeah, oh, out back in 801. Right, way back. Okay. Yes. All right. So Aizo and Willamundis are the two leaders of this revolt, but Aizo is typically seen as the instigator here, and Willamundis sure. is like, yeah, you know, actually those should be mine, shouldn't they? Mm, mm, all right, sure. Yes. Another reason why most scholars think that Aizo was Muslim, was uh, had roots in Al-Andalus, is because this rebellion was supported by troops from Al-Andalus, from Cordoba. I was going to say, yes. there's got to be a little bit of uh, of nudging from the south there. Yes. Um, sure. In The Life of Louis the Pious, written by mm -hmm. the astronomer, uh, mm -hmm. it says this, quote, In the meanwhile, Aizo attacked those who were settling within our borders and laid waste Cerdania and the region of Valles as far as mm -hmm. his cruelty advanced. Oh, he was, okay. Yeah. He <laughs> was aided by auxiliary troops of the Moors and Saracens so adequately that some of our men were forced to abandon citadels and towns which they had hitherto <laughs> held. And a great many even forsook us and joined themselves to their confederacy. Oh, all right. Yes. Well, again, this sounds very much like after the fact Christian scholars wanting to put the blame on the dark guy well so, i mean that is fair that, that really smells of aizo was there and he's muslim therefore he must be the wicked iago type uh pushing the poor innocent willamundus in well that is true intrigue. because it, it, immediately the very next sentence that the astronomer writes is mm -hmm. Among them, Willemund, son of Bera, together with many of his associates, joined their treachery. Oh, for love of... Yeah, all mm -hmm. right. Right. So, Blame immediately... person of color. Yes, exactly. always worked. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, immediately upon his ascension as Count of Barcelona, uh, Bernard has to deal with this. Yes, he does. Well, this also means that Louis the Pious and Pepin have to deal with this as well, because yes, it's kind yes. of their their um wheelhouse as well yes, right sure. uh so first of all bernard of septimania has to take the field against iso and the reinforcements from alain de Luz. that's yes, what he uh, does at 827 say, bernard let me tell you what happened the last time to the guy who, who had your job who took the field oh wait i can't tell you because we've decided it didn't happen <laughs> So Bernard goes out to meet them with the promise of more troops coming from oh, Francia. Oh, no. Yes. And the emperor said, yes, we're going to send more Frankish forces. I'm going to have my son Pippin arrange it. And uh -huh. he's going to send forces from Aquitaine. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So Pippin gets into action and he uh -huh. puts together an army. The Count of Tours and the Count of Orléans were in charge and uh -huh. they were supposed to uh, go and help. Uh, okay, I, I worry. You have noticed how I said supposed <laughs> I to. I worry. <laughs> so uh, the astronomer says this. Oh, God. 
going ahead with forces of Goths and Spaniards, they, meaning Bernard's forces, steadfastly withstood Iso's violence, Count Uh Bernard of Barcelona succeeding spectacularly in reducing the rebel efforts to naught. Okay, all right. Right. And it says, immediately the emperor dispatched against them his son, King Pepin of Aquitaine, and Uh his personal emissaries, Counts Hugo and Matfred. Uh-huh. These, however, advanced more slowly than was fitting. Delays uh-huh. were added to delays as long as possible until the Saracens had captured Saragossa and devastated the district about Barcelona and Girona. There's the other shoe. Okay. I think it's an interesting wording, and scholars are still unsure whether whether they they were slow on purpose. Yeah. Or not. Oh. <laughs> oh, really? Advanced more slowly than was fitting. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't say that there was bad weather or that it, it's just that they were they didn't get there in time, yeah. and and it really seems pretty open to interpretation that um that they intentionally were slow in getting to the battlefield. The Count of Tours and the Count of Orleans were immediately dispatched from their offices after that. They did not get to keep their offices. Uh, Pepin and Louis the Pious were very upset at this. So if it was an intentional slowdown, it didn't come from the top. Mm. However, mm. the fact mm. remains that the countryside of Girona and the surroundings of Barcelona were completely laid to waste. Yeah. 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 It's never a good sign when someone shows up with an army and says, did we miss it? Yes. Yeah, 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 you did. So a lot of the territory that had been gained by Bera and that force uh, yep. between 802 and 815 was lost. Mm. So Ausona completely lost and totally uh. devastated. Other uh. border landed Urgel, Berga, south of Barcelona, and there were all many decades before it was taken back. Bernard's going to take the hit on this when it comes to Conquistador, but it's not his fault. Well, and Louis the Pious seems to understand that it wasn't Bernard's fault. First right. of all, he sacked the Counts of Tours at Orléans. He was like, it's, yeah. you guys are out of a job. Now. And if I could sack you, son, rest assured, I would. <laughs> However, he seems to recognize that Bernard really acquitted himself well. Like he mm-hmm. held off the forces as long yeah. as he could. Yeah, you know? basically he he turned a catastrophe into a loss, which is pretty good. Yeah, it is pretty good. It's so good that Louis mm. the Pious said to Bernard, hey, come to court. I want you oh. here. I want you to be the royal chamberlain. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. That's Okay. Yeah, so in 827, 828, Bernard of Septimania packs up. He takes his four-year-old son, William, and (laughs) a couple other family members, uh, one Uh of his brothers, a couple of his cousins, Mm -hmm. and they go to court so he can serve as Chamberlain. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. What does this do to his status? Okay. (laughs) He is still considered the Count of Barcelona. Uh Uh-huh. But that does bring up a question. Who's managing who's right. managing affairs back it's, in the Marcher County? It's not like he's got a you know a Zoom account to check in. What he, is yeah. He doesn't have a Zoom account to check in, but he does have a brother. Gausel. Oh yes, he does. Okay. For all, all right. indications, Gausel managed the affairs of Barcelona, Girona, mm-hmm. Besalu, all these counties, while um his brother Bernard was away at court. He also, interestingly enough, left behind his wife. Oh, no. Um and we know this. His wife was named, I'm gonna absolutely butcher this. Oh. Duhoda, D-H-U-O-D-A. 
All right. Okay. She's the daughter it. of the Count of Gascony, so she okay. probably she was most likely Basque. Sure. Right. While her husband was gone and mm-hmm. her four-year-old son was gone, right. she wrote a book. Oh. All right. Well, this is, she, this, this know, is how we know. On her hands. <laughs> it it was a um a manual for correct behavior that she was going to send on to her son uh, in a way because she could not instruct him and could not teach him herself since oh he was so God. far he away. Left at, he left her at home and she mommy blocked. She, I mean, she, basically, yeah. that's what this ha- That's what this is. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, his son William actually did grow up with Charles the Bald, who I oh. assume was not bald at that time. They were of a similar age. Uh, and so when she not. wrote when she wrote it in her introduction, she was like, I've written this for you to learn from, and I hope mm-hmm. you share it with all your little friends, including the future emperor. Hint, Maybe you'll learn something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no. It's actually quite an interesting work. We do not have a lot of books written by women from this no, time. No. And mainly because there were not a lot of women who could write books. Well, and that's another thing because it really shows the amount of education that this mm-hmm. woman had as yep. the child of the Duke of Gascony. Absolutely. So yeah, she was definitely being raised to run a large household, to mm-hmm. read and write and right. uh, all kinds of stuff. Although somewhere right across the border, Abdel Rahman the second is like, "Oh, you have a woman who can read. Let me introduce you <laughs> yeah, to my how course. cute, how <laughs> That's cute, adorable." Yes, <laughs> we just invented uh, algebra. Yeah. So <laughs> fair. Yeah. So Bernard's off at court, and the, you know, you would think that this would be the start of a hugely. Uh, promising career shooting up in the status of louis the pious and, and the court is a big deal chamberlain yes. to an emperor is a big deal yeah it is a huge deal mm-hmm. unfortunately bernard oh, does not yeah. really seem to know how to manage how big a deal that is oh no this is a court like any court anywhere in the world it is full uh-huh. of intrigue it yes, is full it is. of backbiting it is and full of power machinations and, it, and the chamberlain's job is to keep all that crap away from the emperor that's the chamberlain's job well oh. he didn't quite do that oh this guy is a bad plate spinner isn't he he's a bad uh, plate well Okay. okay. First of all, things started good. He gets there yeah. at 828 and mm-hmm. he is awarded more honors. Actually, most yes. of the counties in Septimania become his, which is why oh, he's wow. known as Bernard of Septimania. Septimania, that does make sense. Yes. Right. So he he is in charge of basically all the land on the France side of the border. And then all he right. still has his counties in in Catalonia, right? Mm-hmm. Um he and it, between he and his brother, they held basically every county from the Rhone to the Pyrenees, and then from there to the very bounds of the empire, south nice of Barcelona. Real estate. Okay, very nice very amount pic- picturesque. of picturesque. Very real estate. Picturesque. Yes. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that raises uh, a lot of attention from power hungry yeah. people in the yeah, court. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it and does. Uh, between one thing and another, he found himself accused of adultery with the Empress Judith. Whoa! I'm trying to decide whether I think he did it or not. I mean... Uh, that's a... That's bold. Yeah! Uh, Louis the Pious's wife. I don't know. Wow. Way that dumb. is um, super bold. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, uh, the astronomer relates. Uh-huh. 
Relying, therefore, upon the number and consent of many, they, meaning the instigators, approached the emperor's son Pepin, alleging his being slighted, Bernard's arrogance, and the despising of others, and claiming indeed what is wicked to relate, that Bernard was an incestuous polluter of Pepin's father's bed. They insinuated, furthermore, that his father was baffled by certain delusions to such a degree that he was in no way able to avenge these things, nor even to perceive them. It was therefore Whoa. necessary, they said, that a good son suffer his father shame with indignation and that he restore his father to reason and honor uh... so basically these court instigators were like all right we we are going to seize power for ourselves by getting uh -huh. the emperor's son to yes. overthrow his father right. become the king of the franks uh -huh. get rid of bernard and then yes. reward us i yeah Wow. Uh, you know, it's it's the weaselly end run that makes me think that maybe Bernard didn't do it. Um, well, the king, uh, Louis the Pious, does not seem to think that Bernard do it, did it. Right, right. Because the astronomer relates, when the emperor learned with absolute certainty about the deadly armed conspiracy against himself, mm -hmm. his wife, and Bernard, he right. allowed Bernard to protect himself by flight. Oh, okay. I don't think so. Uh, so, I, I, so he didn't immediately, you know, uh, attempt to try Bernard for right. adultery or anything he didn't, like that. He didn't Henry VIII, the guy. What Put it this way. What happened to uh, the missus? Uh, he had to do various uh, acts of penance. And, uh, well, you know, I'm not even going to get into that because this is this is only the beginning of oh. the fallout from this. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. All right. Okay. So 830. Bernard is allowed to leave court quietly mm -hmm. to, to mm -hmm. run away and not have to face this this these charges. Yeah, not have which, to die, basically. Which, is which highly I mean. suggests yeah. that uh, Louis just let him go. Right. Right. So Bernard goes back to Septimania. Right? Yeah, he does. He goes back to Septimania. He is still technically the in, in charge of all of his you know, uh, yeah, I mean, on paper, yeah, nothing's on paper, changed there. on yeah. paper, nothing has changed. And I think Bernard thought that that would remain the case, that he would oh. still continue to be protected by Louis that and that this would all blow over adorable. and nothing bad would happen. Okay. No. Yeah. Unfortunately, while Bernard himself escaped unscathed, all those family members that he brought right. with him, mm -hmm. they started, because once the conspirators, you know, right. got to court and realized Bernard was gone, they still wanted to punish him and his yes. family. Now, four-year-old William, probably a little older by this point, he's fine. Oh, Don't yeah. worry about that. All the right. kid all is right. okay. However, okay, yes. good. However, Bernard's brother Aribert was sentenced to loss of his eyes. So Yikes. he was blinded. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. And his first cousin Odo was stripped of his weapons, sent away to exile. I will take that over loss of eyes. I will uh, too. I was going to say, take my sword, take my dagger. I will go and take a I'm going to go away. Yep, no That's fine. No problem. But Bernard was not happy about this. No, no, he wasn't. He Nor wasn't. Should he have been. I mean, he escaped certain death. Yes. I think personally he should have just taken that and been like, okay, whatever. But he didn't. Right. No. So when in late 831, Pippin of Aquitaine formally rebelled against Louis the Pious, Bernard oh. changed sides, cast his fortunes with the rebels. What? Yeah, uh. I know. 
It's crazy. Louis Bernard. did everything he could to protect oh, him. Oh, Bernard. No, yes. no, no. Also, no, to Pip. I hate the musical Pippin so much. Mm -hmm. So every time you're telling me this, I'm like, yeah, because he sucks. It's not um, the same Pippin, but no, okay. I know, I know, but I, you know what? Doesn't matter. They all suck. So now there's a rebellion of Louis the Pious's sons against okay. Emperor Louis, uh, right? And Bernard yeah. is on the side of the rebels. Bernard, yes. Damn it. Louis okay. the Pious has no choice but to march against Bernard. Yes, he does. I mean, yeah. uh, you, correct. Yeah, correct. He, can't, he can't just let this go. Right. Uh, so he he calls up his supporter, the Count of Toulouse. I think I yep. mentioned it before. His name is Berengar. Berengar, yes. Mm -hmm. Great name. And he tasks Berengar uh, with marching against Bernard. Yep. Louis himself is dealing with Pippin, right? And yes, all of that. Yes, but he he's is. like, you know, let's take everybody out. Mm -hmm. So Berengar moves against Bernard. He sees Rousselon by February of 832. Then he continues on past the Pyrenees and takes pretty much almost all of, of Bernard's holdings. Mm -hmm. So by oh, the end of 832, Bernard is not the count of basically anything anymore. No, no. No, he is no longer the count. He's definitely no longer the count of Barcelona, but he has also lost Girona. Bessalou, Brasses, most of his counties in Septimania, yeah. all gone. They are all held by Berengar now. Yes, yes, they are. So we'll talk about Berengar in our next oh, episode okay. and what happens right. when he is a uh, count of Barcelona. Yes, yes, uh, but right. Bernard is now no longer the count of basically anything. Clearly not. Clearly not, but he's still alive, so yes. we're going to keep talking about him. Oh, so this, all right, all right. yeah, so not this is dead. the year. Yeah. This is the year eight thirty two. So it's been eight twenty five mm -hmm. to eight thirty two that he okay. was count of Barcelona, and okay. and and now we're done with his tenure. Eventually, Louis the Pious puts down the revolt okay. of his sons, right, of Pippin and all of them. He uh, Bernard is out of the picture. He's no longer fighting, but Louis the right. Pious and his other supporters are able to put down this rebellion. Pepin and Lothair and whatever other sons jumped on this bandwagon, came back to Louis yes, the Pious and said, I'm right. so sorry. Please forgive me. Our cry, bad. cry, cry. Yeah. Our bad. And Louis the Pious does. He forgives them. That's his name. That's his a, name. He is very pious. Mm -hmm. By the mid-830s, we've got Louis the Pious back in power. Yes. We've got Berengar uh, in charge of the Spanish marches. Mm -hmm. And Berengar has started to put in people loyal to him. Sure. Right? In the areas. We have um, a guy named Sunafred, okay. who uh, is given uh, the counties of Regal and Cerdania. Mm -hmm. We have his brother Sunyer, who has also been put into a position of power. We also have Alaric, who is listed as a son of Bera. This is the mm. only place I've found that Bera had another son. All right. But he was given Rousselon and Empurias. So mm -hmm. all of these people are being put in who are against Bernard of Septimania's family. Bernard and mm -hmm. Galsel. Galsel is, is out. He he went back to Burgundy. So the situation is really favoring Berengar at this point. But now that the now that the rebellion no, has been put down. I was say, kerfuffle's yeah. over, yeah. Yeah, now that the kerfuffle's over, now that the rebellion has been put down and things are mm -hmm. called, it becomes clear that while Berengar is nominally holding all of these counties, especially mm -hmm. in Septimania, there's still a lot of support for Bernard. Right, right. There, I mean, which, by yeah. the way, I find baffling. I find it Bernard, baffling as given well. Given what Bernard has shown of himself, 
that is really surprising. Right. So Bernard was still a very powerful player in the area because he stayed in Septimania. He's mm-hmm. still there, possibly able to cause trouble. And considering Which that Louis the Pious, just, yeah. How? How? What well, kind of plot armor does this guy have? I don't know. <laughs> but considering that Louis the Pious pardoned his own sons mm-hmm. for rising in rebellion, he doesn't really have a good reason to not hear Bernard of Septimania out and accept his apology, too. Uh, I mean, fine. Right. Berengar's not cool with this. He doesn't want no. this guy to be pardoned in no. any way. No, Berengar, I mean, just, what's my reward for doing everything right? You're going to listen to the guy who betrayed, uh, okay. Well, that is what Louis the Pious decides to do. He's like, let's have an right. assembly. Everybody come to Lyon. Right. This is 835. He's like, both of you come. I'll right. hear you both out. We'll see what we can do to fix this situation. Berengar is biting his own fist the entire time. <laughs> Well, uh huh. <laughs> oh God! Berengar dies on the way to the assembly. Oh God! He doesn't make it. He passes away of natural mm-hmm. causes while traveling to Lyon. So only Bernard shows up. <sighs> and when they get there, and only Bernard is there, Louis the Pious says, "Well." I guess you could be the Count of Barcelona again. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) I mean, there's no challenge to mediate now. There's no power struggle. No, but I I mean, uh, okay. Yeah. This is... uh, So in 835... I'm starting to think less of Louis. starting to think a lot less of Louis at this point. Maybe there's the being, instigators weren't wrong about his feebility of mind. There's being pious and then there's being dim-witted. And this yes. is, yeah, getting real Henry VI vibes off of you, my man. It's not So good. not only did Bernard get back his counties in Septimania and mm-hmm. um, all the counties in the Spanish March, Barcelona, Girona, Besalú, etc. Right. Right. He also became Count of Toulouse because right. now there's not one of those either. Now, Meanwhile, <laughs> Karma comes back into the room saying, sorry, I've been gone. Uh, what's What did I miss? Now, he was not able to get Sudafred and Sunyer and all of those people removed. They are still there, right? Okay. He, right. he he was not able to eject the supporters of Berengar and his, his people. So he didn't get everything he wanted. However, uh-huh. one thing he did insist on was he wanted Asnar Galindo out. <laughs> ah. It's not really I stated mean... why. Uh. But he was like, no, this guy's got to go. So for the second time, Asnar Galindo was kicked out of a couch ship. I mean, I, again, you start to stop feeling sorry for people when... They just don't learn. No. Yeah, I would love to know what, what happened mm-hmm. on that failed campaign. That yeah, when Bernard, the yeah. first thing he does when he comes back to Barcelona is, all right, this guy. Oh, uh, okay. So by 838, everyone was at peace. Mm-hmm. All the sons are no longer rebelling. Yeah. The county ships of the marches have all been sorted out. Berengar's dead. Right. Everyone's working together. It's, it's fine. Like, it's, it's basically we hit a reset. I mean, everybody is sort of back, back where they were. It's very uh, nice. Mm-hmm. And then Pepin of Aquitaine died. Of course. I mean, well, good. 
first. Yes. Time. Well, this was very sad for Louis. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it wasn't a huge deal because he wasn't going to be king of the Franks. That was always going to be Charles. Right. But what happens is that Pepin has a son, Pepin uh-huh. II, and with this new instability created a group of yes, aquitanian yes. nobles decide all right let's let's revive this uh, oh, rebellion no. that pepin oh, for did the love of mike really so they proclaimed pepin's son pepin the second as king of aquitaine just uh, jumping over louis and saying this is how yep. it's gonna be right louis was then forced to lead an army to aquitaine to put down uh, this rebellion right and at this point is just racking up frequent flyer miles on right this one. i mean basically do i get the is my punch card full do i get the free one now uh, yeah right. well because of septimania and the spanish march's proximity to aquitaine oh god don't do it bernard uh, well bernard is called upon to to support the king to help uh-huh. put down this rebellion uh-huh Bernard seems to have learned all the wrong lessons from his previous, because before he was super eager to jump in on Pepin's side and join the rebellion. Right. He seems to have learned that that's bad. So he does not join Pepin the second. Don't join Pepin. That's good. However, he seems to have learned it's a bad idea to join at all. So he stayed neutral. He stayed out of it. Oh. He kept his troops back and he did not help Louis. Because nope. one of them is going to win. And the one that wins is going to remember that you didn't help. This is the easiest lesson in the world. Well, he got very lucky. Oh, good. They because... kill each other? What happened? No, oh, they didn't God. kill each other. Louis put down the revolt. Uh-huh. Right? So yeah. Louis did come out victorious. Uh-huh. Then afterwards, it comes for the punishment, right? But then Louis the Pious died in 840. Uh, so oh. he did not have a chance to punish Bernard for his disloyalty. Oh, Bernard. You <laughs> the most undeservedly lucky of men. All right. Yes. Yes, he got off easily. He didn't mm-hmm. have to commit his troops. He's still Count of Barcelona. Mm-hmm. However, this second countship was not going very well, like in no. the county. Like mm-hmm. the people of the county were not happy. The astronomer called his rule despotic this time yeah. around. Yeah, I believe it. You can imagine that someone who has been through so much intrigue will need right. to come back and put his stamp on things and really yes. regain the reins of power harshly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and this apparently is what's happening. Again, a quote from the astronomer. At that place in time, almost all the nobles of Septimania were present, complaining against Bernard, duke of those regions, because uh-huh. his followers were willfully misusing ecclesiastical as well as private properties without regard for God or man. They begged the Lord Emperor to take them under his protection and to dispatch emissaries with authority and wisdom to weigh with the equitable balance concerning the stolen lands and to uphold the ancestral law. According mm. to their request and the Lord Emperor's choice, they were sent Count Boniface and Count Donatus, as well as Abbot Atrobaldus of the Monastery of Flavigny. So he had to have minders, yes. basically. Yes. Things don't get better as we go into the 840s. As the new decade continues, mm-hmm. events in the larger, larger Frankish lands and with Bernard do not really improve. No, no, the pe- no, they don't. The Pepin II thing has been put down, but not defeated. So Charles Mm -hmm. the Bald, as the new king of the Franks, has to deal with it several more times at the beginning of the 840s. 
Hmm. Again, as he goes to Aquitaine to attempt to put down the supporters of Pepin II, Bernard mm-hmm. stays out of it. Mm. Yeah, he 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 wants to take a middle ground between Charles the Bald and Pepin II. Mm. He swore primary loyalty to Pippin because that was, you know, the king of Aquitaine is his closest yeah. superior, yeah. I suppose. Of course. However, this really irritated Charles. No kidding. Yes, he <laughs> he he was vexed by Bernard's continued oh. misleading words and deeds. Yes. On the other hand, Bernard's like that's all I've got. Uh, right. That he, he doesn't have, it's it's like he's, he has to gamble. He's in some right. sort of like, he's playing cards. A second move. But he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't have a lot to play with. Mm-hmm. So he's got to do anything he can. Yep. Right. I got an underhand serve and that's all I've got. <laughs> yes. The worst was the Battle of Fortinoy, right? Oh. Toward between his loyalty to Pippin and to Charles, he withheld his troops from battle until Charles's victory was certain, and then he agreed to show up. I was always on your side. Here yes. I am. Uh, he eventually had to hand over his son William as a hostage yeah, to Charles to ensure his loyalty in the future, but Charles remained suspicious of him. Yeah, I, I would say if I were Charles, I'd look at the kid and think, this is Bernard. He's probably willing to sacrifice this kid to save his own hive. Eventually, Charles and Pippin had another encounter near Toulouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sources don't mention who commanded Charles's army, but they mm. do reveal that Bernard was captured. Mm. All right. All so right. he was participating. Yeah, yeah. But probably uh, because he didn't want his son to be beheaded. Yeah, probably. I mean, also, yes. I imagine Bernard as a prisoner being, it's a total ransom of Red Chief situation where, do we have to hold this guy as prisoner? Well, they didn't hold him for very long. This is at oh, 844. No, he was yeah. captured and not long after he was executed at Aquitaine. Oh, good. Yeah. So 844 is the definitive oh. end of Bernard as Count of, oh, it's of the ending. Spanish Marches. Yes. All right. Good. Charles then decides that Bernard's honors and authority in the Spanish March and in Septimania should be given to Sudafred. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because not, not William, just in case. No, 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 this, no, no, no. In case this nonsense is inherited, I'm not doing this. Well, you have to remember that William and Charles grew up together when yes. Bernard was Chamberlain. Right. right. They're they're right. similarly aged. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh so that's pretty big that Bernard mm-hmm. did not continue did not choose right. to continue down to right. William. Exactly. We will hear from William again though. Oh good. So that is the life and count two countships of Bernard Lord. of Septimania. That was brutal. It was pretty um, brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Um I will say I know because I was I was especially about two thirds of the way and I was who's this guy remind me of and he reminds me of Julian of Toledo. Um, oh, that's who he reminds me of a lot. Just a guy who plays the game but can't not cheat, can't yeah. not do the do, can't just a weasel to the bone. Just just very Julian and much like Julian wrote it out for a lot longer than he should have. Yeah, um, he got so, some really good luck. He again, was lucky a, when Louis the Pious died. Right. He yep. was lucky when Berengar died. Yes, very immune to very, you know, karmic immunity for a long time. I mean, it caught up finally, but finally. way too late. Yep. So. All, All right, right, so let's rate him. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> 
Our first category is conquistadores. How good was he at war? Well, the first thing that happens when he becomes Count of Barcelona is that he loses a wide swath of territory that will not be regained for several decades more. Right, right. Uh, That's pretty bad. to, 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 To the degree to which he was playing with a handicap, it really depends on how... Do we re- do we grade the outcome or do we grade the effort uh, and indeed the skill? Um, that said, screw this guy. So I'm not inclined to give him uh, points, even though it wasn't his fault. Right. Um, he did well enough at keeping right. off the rebel forces that he was promoted. He was given the job right. of Chamberlain. Right. Indeed. However, um, it was not a win for the Frankish, right? You know, empire. Uh, you know, I, I don't matter. You know, you did well. Your army, however, and the land suffered. Yes. Um, and then and... we have to keep in mind that the final thing that happened in his life was that yeah. he was captured in battle. Captured in battle. That's right. Borders moved in the wrong direction. Correct. Captured in battle. Um, and there's no sense that he was interested in expanding the reach of the frankish empire none, or expanding. None he was he was no. more concerned with his own political fortunes right this is this is a guy who you, you kind of imagine him as being the equivalent of a, a a miser who just wants to count his gold it's it's not for him it's not the getting it's the having i think we I, have to give him a zero but for a yeah. completely different reason than rumpel Yes. Oh, no, completely different. Yeah, for for a much more legitimate reason. Um, I will say the guy does seem to enjoy A, running away, and B, (laughs) showing up late. That's the other uh, thing, is if if you're the kind of guy who holds off until one side starts to win and then you jump in, that's the opposite of Conquistador. No, it's Um, it's bad. Yeah, no. So, no, I'm I'm, I'm giving him a zero. Uh, All right. Well, that's a zero for me as well. So total Mm -hmm. of zero for Conquistadore. Second category is no me digas. What sort of gossipy things did he do? Well, Well, all right. This is going to be his category. Fair is fair. You got to give him a good score for this one. First of all, whether he did it or not, he was accused of sleeping with Louis the Pious's wife. He was accused of sleeping with the wife of the Holy Roman Emperor. Of the Holy Roman Emperor. Absolutely. You got to have a lot of guts to do that. Yep, 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 yep. I... Uh, Amazing. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Whether and, he did it or not. And yeah, ama- managed to persuade the Holy Roman Emperor that he hadn't, which is which, which is, is not, even more amazing if he had. Which is which is amazing. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like if he did it and he persuaded Louis that he hadn't. Right. Um ma- yeah, managed to really li- literally managed to get away with it. I mean, he really did g- escape. They didn't blind him. Um, they didn't, they they didn't, didn't blind you know, him. Exile right. him. Right. There, there's very much a sense of everyone around him pays for his sins or at the very least his problems. That's a, um, I didn't really notice it until you said it, but that is yeah. correct. He causes problems yes. basically everywhere he goes. Yes. But he survives. It's right. his people. It's his, you know, his brother and his cousin. Mm-hmm. It's his son. Yes. You know, and these are the people who take the fall. 
Right. And, and his I'm, poor I'm, wife. I'm I can't imagine to, what it must have been I, like for her. I'm starting to th- realize that when he became Chamberlain and left her behind, that was the best day ever for her. Um, it might have been pretty great. She could sit yeah, at home like, and write. Oh, and... oh, thank God. I was convinced he was going to poison me or It was something. probably very peaceful. I mean, yeah. Uh, just So, it's, so it's, we have that. Yeah. We have possibly sleeping with the Holy Roman Empress. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we have just how incredibly bad he was at court yeah. politics. Right, right. Terrible at his job. I mean, oh, and he's every... a snake who holds and... back his forces until he yes. knows who's going to win the battle. Yeah, I mean, I would do, I mean, I would want to talk about this guy endlessly. Um, yeah, nothing good, though. He's never done, oh, no, no, on the contrary. Everything would conclude with how is he still alive yeah it's pretty um, impressive how long he survived uh, right. and got his counties back yeah in uh, 835 I mean, and, that's crazy and wasn't, and wasn't significantly punished i mean wow it's like he looked over to garcia and said Do you think you're the bad one? oh yeah <laughs> and he just gets to be bernard of septimania you yeah. know, he doesn't even get I mean, a cool nickname. No, 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 no. Yeah. This feels like a real, I can't, I mean. Oh, and he was executed. Like, he was yeah. brought to Charles and executed and, at 844 right, after being right. captured in battle. I mean, I'm going with eight. Eight, eight. Because oh. literally everything we've said, of, I mean, your entire narrative about him, everything I've listened That's to true. this episode has been no big digas. Yeah. Like, my response to everything that really? you have told me. You don't say. No, maybe yeah, That's a good point. No, this is an eight. The only thing he's not, that we don't know that he's guilty of is murder. That's Basically, fair. There's no genocide. Else. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm giving him an eight. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You have convinced me. I was going to go for a six, but now that you mentioned, yeah, this whole, when I was scripting this one, I was like, this is going to be good. This is going to be great. Yeah, it is. I think I will also give it eight. All right. So that is a 16 for Nome Digas. Great job. Yes. Well done, you. (laughs) You sound pained. I'm a little pained. Our third category is orthodoxia. What did he do to promote the faith? <laughs> what? Apart from prove that there is no God? I mean... I feel like he didn't really Lord. have time. No! He spent so little time in Barcelona uh. that there wasn't really much he could do. Like, I'm sure he did all the regular things, like sign off on church, you know, yeah, whatever. but that would have been all at the initiative of Louis. Uh, yeah, no, he mean... he doesn't really have a reputation for being pious, obviously, but he no, also he... doesn't have a reputation of being a builder of anything. Right. No, I mean, and he, he's not even one of those fun, hypocritical, you know, the head of the Borgias type. Right. Where y- your entire private life is a defiance of God's laws, but you spend your entire professional career advancing the cause of the church. Yeah. Um, no, he doesn't do that. No, I mean this is this is a this is another easy one. Given that, as I say, his entire life must have caused thousands of people to question the existence of God. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, just well, where where's the God? Where's the lightning? Where yeah, is yeah? Where, where's the where, divine where, retribution? Where, where's the chasm that opens beneath his feet? Where's the where's the disease? Where I mean, come on! Yeah, um, 
Yeah, no, this is a zero. He's one of the first who I actually think did active harm to the cause <laughs> of Christianity. Um, yeah, I don't have any yeah, stories no, of no. founding a monastery or helping a poor man or writing mm -hmm. a letter to the Pope or nothing. No, this is zero. Zero. Yep. Yeah, uh -huh, that is a uh -huh. zero for orthodoxia. Mm -hmm. The final category is El Resto. So he was, um, well, we're going to have to do some math because okay. he was um, Count of Barcelona from yes. 825 to 832. Yes. So that's seven years. Yes. And then 835 to 844, right. which is nine years. So that's okay. 16 years total, but with a big gap in the middle. So a, a decent amount of time, but definitely not an unturbulent one. No, and, and got the job back because the other guy died. Yeah, um, that is true. He did not earn it back. And and even then, you know, there had to be some debate of should we give it to the corpse? Could we maybe still give it to the corpse? Yeah, uh, he was married to yes. the aforementioned Duhora, who, yes. who who seemed pretty cool. Yes. Uh, and he had two sons that yes. we know about. Yes. The first one is the aforementioned William. William. He is going to come back into the story. Yes, who will be. Uh, yes. And they also had another son who is named bernard planta pilosa planta pilosa is clearly a nickname because it means hairy feet oh speaking of hobbits what the <laughs> hell he became the count of auvergne and uh, he had decent relationships with the uh, carolingian monarchs and okay. There's really nothing to say about him other than his completely strange nickname. I'm guessing his time at boarding school was not a happy time. He's mentioned uh, in his mother's book. So he was oh, already born when William was, right. you know, so he was he was a baby. He mm -hmm. he obviously did not go to court. He stayed back with his mother. Right. So, uh, yeah, so we know a bit about him, but he wasn't a huge player like his father mm -hmm. or his mm -hmm. brother will eventually be. Right. So two sons, uh, both All of right. whom show up in the record again, and mm -hmm. a really cool wife. Yeah. And uh, he was executed by Charles the Bald. Yes, yes. That's... So that's that's not too bad at all. No, no. But do we have, I mean, no portraiture, no. No, which is kind of interesting. I probably would have wanted to paint a portrait of this guy, but there is oh, no yeah. portraiture or signatures or statuary or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Well, you know. There's probably be some Dorian Gray action with a portrait <laughs> of this guy. What what are you thinking? I'm gonna Um I mean There was definitely an immediate legacy. Yes. In that he an, made it, things worse for yes, the Spanish March, and this yes, will continue for quite right, some time. Right. Lost territory that stayed lost. Um, but for long term or for any sort of like building work or as I, mean, I said charters or anything there's just nothing i think i'm no. gonna give him a two yeah smell smells like a two to me uh and that's mostly because he had the wherewithal to leave his wife behind which gave her time to write a book yeah um, that's it's a pretty cool book yeah so, all right so yeah. so i will give that so a two um, from you, a two from me yep, that is a two. four from el resto and that means his total score is 20 right and bear in mind, most of that is because you were trash. Sixteen um, of that is because of people gossiped about it. Trash. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So sixteen points for gossiping, 
and mm-hmm. four points for having a decently long reign and two important right. sons. Exactly. So that now we have an interesting, interesting discussion to have. Do yeah. we award him the fuero? Does he sign the Charter of Rights? Mm-hmm. Or do we tell him fuera, get out? I mean, uh, it's a really interesting story. It is. It is. Like I said, this was this it's was quite gonna, entertaining. This is gonna be challenging. Um, ultimately, but, I'm going to say fuera. I'm going to say fuera because survival is not the same thing as thriving or accomplishment. He is a weasel who lived longer than he should have, but whenever he was given opportunity, he fails. Um, you know, the, the the time for him to shine was his Chamberlain, and he sucked yeah, at he that. Did. Um, so th- that to me is an example of, look, this is a guy who literally got chased out of court yeah. Um, yeah. No. No. I. I will. I will definitely say fuera. Um. Yeah. No. Go. 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 Sit with Julian. I um, agree. I really yeah. don't feel like he was in Barcelona enough. No. No. To sign any sort of charter of rights with his with his subjects, he didn't no. do much for the Spanish much. He didn't, he clearly didn't give a rip about Barcelona. As soon as he could leave, he did. And he yeah. only came back because if he'd stayed where he was, they were going to kill him. Yeah. So it's pretty fair. Yeah. No, uh, no, bad, bad, bad Bernard, bad, bad, bad Bernard. Fuera. All right. Fuera. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Bernard no. of Septimania. You is, get yeah. the Fuera. Indeed. Indeed. Awesome. Let us know what you think. We have uh, lots of different social media, Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter, Mastodon. We have yes. a Gmail account. All of that is Spanish Arpada. Mm-hmm. We also have a website, SpanishArpada.com. I'm in the process mm-hmm. of updating it uh, thanks to a very good recommendation from one of our listeners who oh. wanted a specific recommendations page. Oh, uh, they right. wanted to read some of the books and drink some of the drinks that we have uh, oh, nice. recommended, but mm-hmm. didn't want to have to go back through every uh, single listen podcast. Listen to every yes. single, yes, no, that is that is fair. And I thought that's <laughs> a really good idea. So I'm going to collect them together and make a page mm-hmm. of everything that we've ever recommended. Mm-hmm. So good. that is coming good. soon, along mm-hmm. with updated pages, because I think I'm still back on Palayo for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, wow. okay. All yep, right. working on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Speaking of recommendations, Mm -hmm. let's do some recommendations. All right. I'll go first this time. I am going to recommend a drink. Oh, wow. All right. Roll reversal here. I'm shocked. Yes. The drink that I'm going to recommend is a lonquero. This is a drink that I had for the first time when I was in Finland this past Ah, month. All right. Lonquero or long drink is Mm. a drink that was developed in 1952 for the Helsinki Olympics. Okay. It was developed by the Hartwall Company and Mm -hmm. it is the original is gin and grapefruit juice. Ah, now right. it is called a long drink because yes. even though it contains hard alcohol, mm-hmm. the ratio of hard alcohol to mixer is very unbalanced. There's way more mixer. It still only has just like one shot in it. So it is is the relative equivalent of a beer or a glass of wine. Correct. Okay. Yeah. It, it's called a long drink because there's more fluid ounces in it as opposed mm-hmm. to a typical cocktail, which has about the same amount of mixer as right. alcohol. And right. that's why they're exactly. in little glasses. Yes. Yes. Indeed. Uh, anyway, it's absolutely delicious. It I tastes bet. like 
grapefruit with gin flavoring, right? So you can taste like the juniper and and the Mm -hmm. herbs and stuff. But what it doesn't taste like is alcohol, which Ah, is dangerous. Lethal. It is very, very dangerous. Silent but deadly beverages are always the, the, yeah, yeah. As you know, Uh, I am not a huge drinker and I love this drink. I love this drink. Uh, It comes in different flavors. You can get Mm -hmm. it in cranberry, which is also quite good. I like that one a lot. Uh, There's also like a lemon and there's a new one that's pineapple so a lot of Mm -hmm. citrus flavors go really Mm -hmm. well with this okay uh as i said the original is by the heartwall company and they are Mm -hmm. still making it and you can get it obviously in finland but they also have a website and you can get Mm -hmm. it in lots of other places in the world Mm -hmm. including the united states unfortunately (laughs) it's pretty limited to the northeast so All if right. we wanted to get it here where we are, we would have to travel to our nearest northeastern state mm. to get All it. Right. Okay. However, I have discovered that in the United States, at least, there is a knockoff called the long drink in oh. English. Well, there you go. And it's canned in Utica. So you oh, can well, find that anywhere. Well, that's, that's right next door. All yes, right. I found okay. it in the grocery store, actually. All it was right. near the ciders. Excellent. All and right. they, for I, I know that for the United States, at least, the uh the heart wall Lonquero, mm-hmm. you can only get the original which is grapefruit however mm-hmm. the knockoff kind you can get cranberry and other flavors which i know is important mm-hmm. to you because you can't have grapefruit that's correct that's so correct. if you would like to try it you can have yes. a long drink which uh-huh. is very similar maybe a little sweeter than mm. the original but that, but that's still very american sure very american yes but but still very um authentic to what i had in finland Uh, but you can get the cranberry flavor and try it out for yourself or anybody else who can't have grapefruit in their diet Mm -hmm. due to Um, whatever reasons yes uh but that is my recommendation i recommend that you try a lonquero uh Mm. especially while it's still summer up here in our hemisphere and it tastes great it is a great summer drink all right yes that sounds really good it is um all right my well if if i'd known maybe i would have chosen something else no it can be all booze right no this is gonna be this is gonna be all booze um we need it after bernard yeah it's true um this is more uh i as you know am a uh martini drinker Mm -hmm. i am a i have been in pursuit of the perfect gin for a martini obviously this is a a futile pursuit because everyone's taste is different and Mm -hmm. everyone's uh mood is different um but i have found a gin that makes something close to the perfect martini which i uh am going to recommend it is uh interestingly it is a scottish uh gin which one doesn't uh normally associate uh with the production of gin because of course scotland dot 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 um (laughs) It is called uh, the Botanist, um, and it's it's fairly widely available. This is not some sort of uh, gin that you will have to special order or look anywhere. Any uh, halfway decent uh, liquor store uh, is going to have uh, a bottle or two of this. Uh, it is a dry gin. It is uh, not as floral or fruity uh as a lot of gins Mm -hmm. uh tend to be um for example if you if you if you like hendrix hendrix is a very fruity gin um this is more along the lines of a uh bombay sapphire uh gin it's it's a little it's drier uh it's very smooth on the palate um it's a little herbal but it's not uh sort of as as sweet as the other gin anyway 
long story short, this one, to my taste, makes the perfect martini. You don't have to uh, overly uh, 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 vermouth it, as mm-hmm. it were, if I can use that as a verb. It's a verb uh, now, and it and it and it it blends very well with the standard uh, accoutrements. That is to say, either the brine uh, of the olives or uh the well also the brine uh of the onions um anyway for for my recommendation for the perfect martini at least of late uh is the botanist uh it's an is it's the islay dry gin so nice. that is my recommendation we are gin focused today yes we are we are all right so next time we're finally going to go back to asturias oh, the right. last asturian king we did was alfonso the second and yes. he ruled for 52 years yeah i was gonna say it's been a minute so um, that's why we haven't been back there for so long because right, we had to find right. out what was going on in the south we Everywhere got through else. like yes. right two or three kings there and then we had to mm-hmm. find out what's going on in the counties during yes. all that time right but now that we're at 842 we are back to right. finally having a new king in the north. That's Ramiro okay. the first, and we are going to deal with him next time. Excellent. So we will see you all then. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.